You're listening to Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts, Episode 5. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, my lovely better half, Desi. How are you doing tonight, Desi? Good, good. That's good. How's, it, how's your week been? Been a busy week? That's a dumb question. I know it's been a busy week. So. I was going to say, where do I start? <laughs> I, I could start somewhere, but it'll be like the never-ending song. Well, we don't want... We do want this podcast to eventually end, so we oh. probably shouldn't... Uh... People don't like to listen to me talk? Well, we, they can listen to you talk, but now they, they already have four other episodes they can go and listen to. But I like to talk. I know you do. People should like to listen to me talk. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound full of myself? Do you like to talk enough to go first? I could go first. All right, you go first. Didn't I go first last time? Probably. I ask you this question every time. Sometimes you say no, sometimes you say yes. I think it's because I try to make sure it's, like, fair. Okay. Well, would you like, if you don't think it's fair, would you like me to go first? I didn't say I didn't think it was fair. <laughs> okay, well, what is your first story, then? My first story is the one that I wanted to do last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was and I forgot. a leftover one from mm-hmm. last week. It's not a leftover. Well, not leftover, but you were all excited at the... Cheeseburger. <laughs> That's what I had for dinner. Yeah, we did have cheeseburgers. So this is McDonald's employee hit, hits co-worker in face with cheeseburger for working slowly gets charged for assault from the police. <laughs> That's right. Charged for assault. Yep. Okay. So this took place in Bloomington, not... In our state, in another state. Okay. I cannot find it. I am horrible at this stuff. So, when I... so audience, if you'd like to guess, we are in a state with a Bloomington. We are in a there state with a Bloomington. But this was in, I want to say, Indiana. Okay. So, McDonald's employee was charged with battery this week after throwing a cheeseburger at a fellow staffer for working too slow. And this happened either in March or May. I want okay. to say it was May because I thought I found this like a week after it happened. But okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So the date is either not in the last here. month or the last, you know, three months. We're good. But I got this off the Shade Room News, and a lot of times for these things, I take and I copy the story and paste it into Word Docs. So mm-hmm. I don't ha- when I print it off, I don't have all the advertising yeah. sitting there. That's definitely a good way to do so it. So I the date's not on there. Okay. So well, that's I'm okay. sorry. We don't need to I'm know a sorry. date. We don't need to know a date. I don't I'm have a date in most of my stories usually. So, <laughs> so but yeah, um, the situation escalated after a 21-year-old male employee became irritated at his 18-year-old female employee for her slow pace at work. According to Fox 59, the man threw a cheeseburger in her direction following a verbal disagreement hitting the teenager directly in the face. So the officer spoke to the manager, who confirmed that the employees had been angry with the teen for working slowly. The female victim admitted she was not injured by the fast food projectile. <laughs> it's another word, way to describe that, fast food. Fast the, food projectile. The only thing I don't like about this story, and it, it's true, it, you know, it's a fact. It's a part of the story. You said the word twice. It's in the story. The author, or the reporter of the story, obviously thought it was a good way to address it. I never think of a 19-year-old as a teenager. That's 18. an adult. 
Oh, well, still an adult. And so it's not like we have an okay, adult well, picking on a kid. We I have two people who are about the same there. age fighting over I my work. head, though, when you said that. But do you remember when Tristan turned 20 and I looked at him and I said, you're officially no longer a teenager? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. But, no, I get it. She could have still been in high school, too. That's true. That's true. And so. you shouldn't throw cheeseburgers at people. That's just rude. <laughs> what? Cheeseburgers are to be eaten. That was a waste of a cheeseburger. Hold on. Let me go get a burger. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's my lunch. You can't take my lunch. If I whip it at you, you could still eat it. It's only hitting you. I'll I'll eat it if it hits me. Don't let it hit the ground. Ah, five-second rule. (laughs) I thought it was 30-second rule unless it's hot. It's a cheeseburger. It's in my own house. Maybe an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) Gross. I have no comment, really. No comment? No. No. Even if the floor has been swept and mopped, no. Just no. Well, you know our floors have been swept and mopped over and over and over again. Every day? Somebody, sometime, I don't know. No. Maybe if I was, like, a stay-at-home mom, but I work. Yeah. So that doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. That's okay, though. Our floors are not squeaky clean. No. clean. Is, is there more to this story? Because if there isn't, I got a perfect segue for this right now. That was, that was pretty much it. So, yeah, the 21-year-old was charged with assault. That's crazy. So, charged with assault. He was let go. He, he was not brought to jail and fingerprinted. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah shot, But there were charges that. filed. And... I mean, I spent a long time in the food service industry and worked with a lot of slow people. I'm sure I've thrown food at them. I guarantee you I've been in food fights in kitchens. Well, and... if you worked with this 18-year-old, he would have been charged with assault. Hmm. I'm not sure, sure, so sure that'd be a good thing. Obviously, it wouldn't be a good thing to well, get charged. Obviously, it wouldn't be a good thing. Maybe they should just told her to move faster. And they she... probably have. I suppose. I suppose. And she was like, I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I'm not breaking nail. Okay. I, I, I'm I getting more to her side now, I guess. Her side? Her side. What's her side? Isn't her side the the girl who got hit? So what's her side of it? Just that she, that authorities got called by somebody. I'm, I'm guessing her. Well, yeah, she called the cops. Yeah, exactly. I'm Because she was assaulted. Yeah. By a cheeseburger. By a Could cheeseburger. Could you imagine that 911 call? <laughs> 911, how may I help you? Yes, I'm at work right now and I was just assaulted. Would you Ma'am, like. Ma'am, to... do you need an ambulance? Are you okay? I'm fine. It was just a cheeseburger. <laughs> Would you like fries with that? <laughs> Not unless there's a shake. Are you shaken? <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, we're talking about house and how, how clean our house always is. Yeah, yeah, our well, house is always clean with a dog and two younger kids. Of course, it's spotless, of course. And this nobody next, here to clean it up all the time. This next story, I would love to be in this guy's shoes. Oh, his literally? Name, his name is Nate, Nor- Nate Roman. And he told the Boston Globe that when he returned to his Marlboro, Massachusetts home from work on May 15th, so this was just, you know, just recently, he could tell a stranger had been there. Nothing was missing. It was clean. But the 44-year-old Roman noticed the beds were made, the rugs were vacuumed, 
The toilet seats were scrubbed. Was his mom there? And they even crafted origami roses on the paper towel rolls. What? <laughs> <laughs> he called the cops, reported. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so nothing's missing. Nothing's no, missing. but my bed is made! <laughs> they did an investigation. They don't have solid concrete proof of what happened, but they have a theory. The uh, Mr. Roman's neighbor had a cleaning service paid a cleaning service to go to his house and they never showed up. So his neighbor paid for a cleaning service. The cleaning service went to the wrong house. The back door was open, so they went in and cleaned it. <laughs> How amazing would that be if our neighbor <laughs> paid to have our house cleaned? <laughs> that that would be amazing. I just it, this this Could story you imagine made me the dispute of that bill? We did show up to your house, sir. Uh, no, 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 you, you didn't. didn't. Trust me, there's nothing unclean here. <laughs> but where did our workers go then? I don't know. That's your problem with your workers. <laughs> <laughs> I was even going to say the origami was a little bit much. Yeah, that, that, even when I first for a read mom it, to like go in. When I first read it, I'm like, that. oh, this has got to be something going on here. Well, the origami makes sense if you paid a service. To come in and clean, because they want it to look good, so they get return customers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this guy's going to ever pay for okay. it, but... <laughs> if they came into our house and it was a little crane, I'd be like, but no, the cups... No, it's origami cups for the sinks! <laughs> <laughs> for, water. for water! You can't drink out of a crane! <laughs> no, you can't drink out of a crane. But they were made out of toilet paper. You can't drink out of toilet paper. It gets wet and it gets ruined. Not unless it's double ply. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> if you say so. Anyway, that was my little story about uh, a house being cleaned. That's kind of funny. I thought so. So, my next story, I'm bringing one of my roadside attractions back. Okay. And I found 10 magnetic hills, gravity roads, and mystery spots. Magnetic hills, gravity roads, and mystery spots. So these are like 10 different places throughout the world. And I saw this a long, long time ago. Very long time ago, and I could never remember where it was. And I happened to come across this, and I'm like, oh, I wanted to go there. But now I'm going, which place was it? Because apparently there's more than one. <laughs> are we going to have a lot of places to add to our book? Yes, this is one of the places, and after I went through it, it was either the one in Oregon or California. Okay. So, but I, the one in California is in the Redwood Forest, which Ooh, is one place I've always, I've always wanted, wanted to, go to go. So, I always want to stand in the middle of a tree and just kind of pose. I figure by, you know, give it about a year, about episode 52, we'll have given enough places that we don't live that everybody will know where we live. You think that we'll be here for 52 episodes? I, I hope so. I'm so glad you have hopes and dreams like me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways. If you're taking a road trip across America, you might be familiar with the hokey tourist attractions known as the Mystery Spot. Painted roadside signs, often with... Prominently, I cannot pronounce words, and sorry people, displayed question marks and advertised a local oddity 
you pay a small admission price to explore and may check out their gift shop, hay wagon ride, or zip line too. Hmm. So, uh, tourist traps that may be mystery spots date back to the Great Depression. I thought that was kind of interesting. They extend pieces of Americana from a bygone era, reliant on old-fashioned optical illusion to amaze and intrigue. The draw is the mystery, and the mystery is usually gravity or lack of it. I, I've been to something like this. What? Not, nothing as good as you're descri- going to describe, I'm sure. But it was up the North Shore of some state. <laughs> Michigan, by chance? Maybe, I because don't Because one of the spots is in no, the Upper Peninsula. It wasn't in Michigan. Um, You've and been to Upper Peninsula, Michigan, though. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. But it was, and it wasn't like anything natural. This was just like a, a shack some guy had put uh-huh. together, and the you know floor was put in a different in a yes, weird angle, so balls this. would roll up hills and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's this. That's, that's cool. That's cool. That's this. I've been to I mean I've been to one fairly close Saint to where we're located. Ignis, Ignis, Michigan. It, I wasn't in Michigan. You said you've been to the Upper Peninsula. I have been to the Upper Peninsula, but I didn't experience this in Michigan. You I experienced did. You this. don't remember because you were so little. You don't remember. Where you're I remember at. being there with my father, and I was not in Michigan with my father. Oh, so that could have been like California or South Dakota. South Dakota? <laughs> no. Nevada. The state we live in. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, you've been on a trip with him to California. No, I know, but I started this off by describing I was on the North Shore. I figured that kind of gave it away. That's why I said Michigan. <laughs> I know. But... I forgot about that by now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do we not know was, how my brain works? It, it was what, the one I was at was very, very cheesy. This, um, I'm assuming would be cheesy. Definitely tourist trappy type thing. This is exactly what they described. That's okay. what these are, tourist traps. Okay. Because it's, it's cool. I'm assuming since they date back to the Great Depression, it was a, it was way, a way to make to money. Make money. Mm-hmm. So people for entertainment, they would do this, I'm assuming. So, but yeah, they are claimed that the mystery spots sit atop areas that, or areas where the normal laws of physics don't apply. And they invite you to experience the phenomena usually created by rooms built on a slant, which you kind of described, by walking up walls or witnessing water flowing uphill. Um, Explore the science myth, the kitsch of the mystery spots in 10 sites around the world. Hmm. So, but yeah, one of them, it was the ball. Yeah, that's what I saw. It was a ball, you'd set it down and it would roll up. In this, it kind of was describing it was like at a 20 degree slant. So, Santa Cruz mystery spot, um, California, that's one in the Redwood Forest. Um, They're the ones with the 20 degree engineered, so it's standing on or standing in the space um, themselves Mm -hmm. on a slanted room. And then the one in Michigan. That one, um, it has those tripods for surveyors, I'm assuming is what it is. This is kind of what they were saying as they were surveying the land, three guys. Mm -hmm. And their blombob, I'm assuming that's a ball that hangs on a string. That's called a blombob? I'm assuming. I'm assuming here. This is an assumption. I I understand, (laughs) I understand. If... Just if there's a piece of equipment called a blombob, I want one. <laughs> their, <laughs> their level 
was level, but the Blombob was slanted to the east. Okay. So it wasn't, even though it was showing level, it really wasn't. So that one deals with that kind of stuff. Then there's, um, that's the one in Michigan, I think I said that. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Cosmos Mystery Area. That's in Rapid City, South Dakota. Um, This one didn't really say anything about it in there, what it was, but had slightly, it doesn't say I'm kind of going through this again. I remember reading through it three times going, what is there? <laughs> it's really no description, just no it's description. And then and they did put in there that the famous crooked Cosmo shot glasses are there. Crooked Cosmo shot glasses. So maybe that's what it's known maybe. for. Maybe we'll I have, have to no go idea. there and get a shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> On our way to Yellowstone, right? Yes. We're not making our way just. To the mystery spot. Well, no, but, you know, we go to South Dakota, the Black Hills are there, Mount Rushmore, you know, there's stuff there. Oh, yeah, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Flintstone Park is also there. Yes, it is. I've been there. So, okay, and then the Piercy, California, that one also was one of these. It didn't really say. They did say about the Chipalope, half chipmunk, half antelope. (laughs) Chipalope. So you can go there and, and maybe see one of the chipolopes. Oh, chipolope. I want a chipolope now, too. <laughs> and then an Anistead, West Virginia. So this one, it was a mystery hole. Um, so you can go see that. They have the Volkswagen Beetle. Volkswagen. <laughs> <I can> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking out of a wall and a few other slanted underground rooms. So you can go see a bunch of stuff there. Then the Oregon Vortex, that was one I think I saw on some show where it amps up the uh, Suedo Science, its spot with the explanation that connects with the Oregon Vortex to all vortex or vortices in the universe. Vortai? I don't know. (laughs) So when the moon, we would have to go when the moon is full because that's apparently when all forces in that spot is at its fullest. Okay. So, and then there's another one in lakes, Lake Wales, Florida. Then we have Jeju, South Korea. Hmm. I think I said that right. I don't think we'll make it to that one. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Don't get me wrong. I've always wanted to go to Taiwan. That's close. Yeah, Taiwan's fairly close. So if I'm going halfway around the world, you have to hit every country I want to see so I don't have to fly halfway around the world the second time. There's a lot of countries halfway around the world that you want to see. Well, I guess we'll be over there for a while. Hmm. Okay. I hate flying. (laughs) We'll just take a ship. And then Arici, Italy, and Black Rock, Australia. Well, we'll have to go to that one, too. Yes, because I'm going to New Zealand someday, and since we're there, might as well go to Australia. Honestly, what you've described sounds way better than what I saw. Now, what I saw, I'm sure, is something like this. I have a feeling, though, it's like that. It just sounds But it was literally a a cabin the size of our living room. (laughs) And we paid $5 to get in. (laughs) If you look at the picture of one of these. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what my memory says it was like. I mean, I was probably 11, 12 years old, but... And you weren't impressed at 11, 12? This is going to suck. 
No, I wasn't. It was oh, we went and on the way home of a week long camping trip. Oh, so you're you just, just want to get home. You don't want to go to another family thing where everything's gonna be fun. I'm the teenager with little brother and sister who wants to just go home and have everybody stop bugging me. I wasn't you know. that kid. I was. I was like, where are we going next? Oh my god! <laughs> not me. <laughs> I'm not that way now. I'm like I have to leave the house. Why? One time on a ride home from Colorado, we we're on driving home and in Iowa, I want yeah Iowa because we we're almost back to Minnesota, and it was the middle of the night. My dad was planning on just driving straight home. Mm-hmm. It was probably eleven o'clock. We were in a car accident, and Ooh. all of us kids we were in a station wagon. We were all back in. Laying in the back, of course, or in something. the 80s, 90s, you didn't have to wear a seatbelt, so we had the seats folded down, so all three of us were just laying back there. Mm-hmm. Well, me, I get all excited, like, are we getting a hotel with a girl? <laughs> <laughs> that, our daughter I was excited like about that. that. Like, ooh, we get, to, we get to swim in a pool one more time before going <laughs> home. So, yeah. Yeah. Fun, 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 fun. Yeah, that was an we'll have We will have to find some of these. And, and I bet there's uh, many more than in that story also. Because like I said, I've been to one that was fairly close to here. I don't think it's there anymore. I actually looked for it last time we were up that way. Um, but I'm sure we can find more elsewhere too. Probably. So when we're, when we're looking at traveling somewhere, we should probably take a look and see if we can find a mystery spot of some kind. I want to go to a mystery spot. It's a mystery. <laughs> Not a mystery. They said it had to do with gravity. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, then why is it, why is it called a mystery spot then? Because why does it do that I in that know. spot? I don't know. There's only 10 spots in the world, apparently. Just 10. Just 10. Just 10 spots. Mm-hmm. And like eight of them happen to be in the U.S. And yep. two or seven of them in the U.S. Or and they all showed up during the Great Depression. Of course. So of weird. Course. You know that that works one, in weird ways. The, the one you <laughs> talked about where we have to go on a full moon. I bet if we no don't wagon? go on a full moon, they'll have some other explanation that they need to get our money, so we go in. They actually, in the, that little paragraph, they said they charge so little. Oh, I should read you the description that the site the site put this up. Okay. And it's kind of funny. I was reading it. I'm like, what? Somebody's actually saying this, and then I realize it's what they have on their website. So, I have to find that piece of paper because I set it down already. So, okay, one lady said it charged her, changed her husband from an old grouch to a nice, sweet person. (laughs) Was your mom and dad there? (laughs) I can see your mom saying that. I'm like, my dad's not a grouch. No, he's not, but I can see her mother (laughs) saying your dad was a grouch. Yes, but it must have changed her then, right? Must have, must have, must have. (laughs) And then some have even complained that the emission price is too low and insist on giving a tip. Hmm. Some have gone away. Wait. Some have gone away so bewildered that they've headed in the wrong direction and became lost. Very often, keys get locked in the cars because the occupants are too anxious to see the mystery hole. <laughs> we will have to check out the mystery hole. Yep. All right, I'm bringing it back, kind of, for one week. A one-week return. Celebrity. <laughs> Celebrity news. But this isn't, it's got a little twist to it. Oh. 
Before I actually, and I'm going to read. You're never going to let this die. <laughs> I'm going to actually read this entire article because it's very important to my commentary on it is to read the entire article. You but before reading. I read yeah. the entire entire article, I want you to know this showed up in my Google News feed. I wasn't looking for anything. I just happened to, every day I go to Google News, you know, scroll down, take a look at whatever the headlines are. And this showed up in my Google News feed, as it did for, I'm sure, millions of other people. You're like, perfect. Kind of. Okay. Do I know the, this celebrity? Um, yeah, I'm sure you do. I so, don't know, because I don't know many by the, name. <laughs> the, the title of the article. Well, his, I share a name with him, so. The title of the article. <laughs> that don't mean anything. <laughs> Weight Watchers removes Weird Al statue after controversy by Pamela Finkelstein. I don't know Pamela Finkelstein. <laughs> that's a very interesting comment, because I did know Pamela Finkelstein. Anyway. That's not who the article's really about. Hold on. Weight Watchers has officially removed the, sta the statue of Weird Al Yankovic from its corporate headquarters in Manhattan and will no longer play Yankovic's Now That's What I Call Polka in their television commercials, uh, the organization announced in a statement on Monday. Uh, this follows last week's decision by Jenny Craig to suspend the use of Yankovic's rendition of Dare to be Stupid in their latest exercise videos. Um, while they investigate an allegation of sizeism against the singer. What? The statue of Yankovic in front of the Weight Watchers Madison Avenue office was covered and then removed. Uh, Channel 8's R.J. Fletcher reported Thursday that there are conflicting claims about Yankovic's 1998 song, I'm Fat. Some say the song was a parody of a pop song, and others, cons and others say that it was written because Yankovic, a vegan, hates obese people. Now, Weight Watchers released the following statement on Sunday. Weight Watchers has enjoyed a long and popular relationship with the now That's What I Call Polka and performed by the leg legendary Alfred Math Mathal Yankovic, it's his actual name, uh, a singer who was awarded the Grammy Award for his playful contributions to our nation's popular songs. But in recent days, we've learned several of his songs that he performed in the 1980s include lyrics and sentiments that are incompatible with the values of our organization and invoke a pain, painful and unacceptable themes. Who oh. pissed in that person's Cheerios that morning when they came up with that <laughs> line of crap? Okay. Weight Watchers quoted CEO Mindy Grossman saying, The Weight Watchers principle, smart decisions made simpler so you can live your healthiest, happiest life, is at the heart of everything Weight Watchers stands for. As a result, we cannot idle, we cannot idle while material from another area, era gets in the way of who we are today. Now, as a correction... The bottom of the uh, bottom of the report uh, was first reported that Channel 62's George Newman had first reported the story. This error had been corrected, and we apologize in advance to those who need an apology. Who complained? Hold on. Now, because I did not expect this to jump out at you, other than as a real news story, I got it in Google News. Didn't come from the Onion or something like that, just off of this random website. And if you don't go to their website, it doesn't kind of... Where's the website here? Uh, this was off of twoguysonereview.com. I don't know that website at all, so that didn't jump out at me. But what did jump out at me was Pamela Finkelstein 
um, R.J. Fletcher, and George Newman. These are all characters in the 1998 cult classic film UHF, starring Weird Al. This article was 100% satire. Oh, None of it really God. happened. But it got flagged as real news by Google. <laughs> and ended up in news feeds all over the world. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and nowhere in this article does it state that it's satire. The only way to find out is if you actually scroll down to the comment section. People are talking about it in the comment section. See, and I thought it was real because you actually brought it here. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, oh, he's done his research. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, seriously? This how, is just... how do you start saying, okay, we're going to let him play this song, and it's not even a representation, mm -hmm. it's just background noise and then boom now it's this big ordeal like what this is the perfect example of how just reading one article about any subject no matter what it is may not give you even anywhere near the full picture of what's actually going on because there's no fight between weird alan weight watchers or jenny craig it's well, i was all... even shocked like what <laughs> how have i not even heard of that like how is this not bigger news because Everybody's offended over everything lately, it seems mm -hmm. like. And, and that would be something that would be blown way out of proportion. I haven't, I, I didn't look further in to see how I'm sure Google pulled it off their news feed within the first day. I happened, it happened to hit my feed right after it went up. You know, I'm sure it wasn't there very long, but things like this happen and you get a piece that is 100% total satire. It was never meant to be true. But if you don't know but about... people are going to think it's true, Of too. course they are. And if you don't know about this site, two, two Guys, One Review, they do a lot of satire pieces like this. But if you don't know that, it just shows up in your Google News Feed. You're going to think Weird Al hates fat people. Thank God. Well, I didn't think he did. I was just like, somebody's taking and twisting things way too much. Yeah. And somebody personally, for whatever reason, doesn't like Weird Al... And even though he's hilarious, but there are two, there are also extremely serious people in this world who don't know how to take a joke. Instead, it was, this is, I mean, I don't know these people who wrote this, but I'm guessing they're fans. They were fans enough to write this article using characters from his movie. They're That's probably hilarious. Weird Al fans and didn't want to bash the guy, yeah, but, you know. Uh, 1989, UHF. The name of the movie is UHF. Oh, it's like that. a cult classic. I love the movie. I too. never seen It's hilarious. That. I never saw it. So, oh. So that's my celebrity news, not news, <laughs> for this week. Well, now this is understandable, because I was going to say, you've totally dropped that. Totally dropped it. Uh, well, you know. But it was news, because it hit the Google News feed. Exactly. So, totally got you now. Okay, well, my thing is going to be kind of, next thing is going to be, it comes from Healthy and Natural World. And the title of it is the Ancient Egyptians Wheat and Barley Pregnancy Test. So what? Wait, after what? this, I'm going to find some pregnant friends and I'm going to be conducting a few different experiments. And we're also going to do the placebo pregnancy. I'll volunteer to do that because okay. I'm pregnant and see, see how accurate these things are. So because it kind of goes through the history of this a little bit is more what it is. Okay. So. Home pregnancy test hit the American market back in the 1970s. So what did they do prior to that? Mm. I just read you the title. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, that was the Egyptian. So the first record of the homemade pregnancy test, it comes from ancient Egypt. 
and it's where it required a potentially pregnant woman to pee on barley and wheat seeds over a period of a few days. Oh my gosh. So they even determined the baby's gender with this method. Isn't that crazy? Accurately? 70%. Okay. They well, thought hey, it was that's... accurate back in the day, yeah. but they actually did research on this in 1963, apparently. So, um, if the barley sprouted, it was a girl, and if it was wheat, it was a it was a boy. Oh my gosh! So, and this was accurate by 70 percent. Which is more accurate than our weatherman was today. So that's not too bad. <laughs> so that's pretty good. <laughs> um, so, but apparently the estrogen levels in urine were raised. Okay. So it comes back to the the good old ho- hormone, the HCG hormone that's mm-hmm. found in pregnant women. So that actually caused the seeds to sprout. So because estrogen is a, a growth hormone. Yeah. So that's why that actually happened. So if if you peed it and you weren't pregnant, it just killed the stuff off. And if it grew sprouts, you were pregnant. <laughs> that's crazy. Isn't that? So, if Ava ever someday comes to me, and she's like 40, and it's like, Mom, I'm 40, come on. I'm going to be pregnant. I'll be like, here's some barley and wheat seeds, pee on them. Although, reading through this, um, we may not use barley and wheat for testing anymore, and also not sure how the GMO wheat and barley would react to you. Oh, yeah, definitely so, different wheat and barley than there was probably back Probably wouldn't even work nowadays. So. so, yeah. And then... Um, in the Middle Ages, to determine if a woman was expecting the the so-called piss prophets, I love that piss prophets, <laughs> piss prophets, to diagnose many conditions by looking at the color of urine. So, hmm. pregnant women had urine that was clear, pale, lemon-colored, le- leaning towards off-white, which to me just I think paint. Okay. I'm like, ah, having a cloud on its surface. Hmm. So that was according to a text from 1552. And then if you mix it with wine, um, alcohol reacts with certain proteins in the urine. So they determined that too. So so, um, in the 20s, so anybody who's pro-animals, plug your ears. Okay. So in the 20s, it was known about the hormone. so if this was present in the urine, the urine was injected into rabbits and rodents, and the animals' ovaries were examined after five days. Um, on the fifth day, the animals were killed and autopsied to examine the state of their ovaries. Oh. The pee came from a woman that was pregnant. Bulging masses were found on the ovaries. I mean, it's one thing to have, like, your, I don't know... <laughs> Makeup tested by animals, but my pregnancy was tested by animals. I think I might be pregnant. I hope they use a rat and not a bunny this time. I can't handle the thought of killing another innocent bunny, but I need to know. What do you mean it was a false reading? Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Kill all the bunnies. <laughs> and bunnies reproduce really fast, so we can have lots That's of bunnies. That's probably why they use the bunnies. But, so all the people who, you know, are... For the animals now, you mm-hmm. can unplug your ears. You think they heard that? Unplug your ears. Yeah, they can't hear it if you... I just hollered. They're going to run around for their whole lives now with their ears plugged. Oh, So, after a rabbit test came the frog test, which worked on the same principle, but it was a bit more humane since the frogs didn't have to be killed. Oh. 
So when they were injected within 24 hours, if the lady was pregnant, the frog released or would produce eggs. So eggs, frogs spit out eggs. Yeah. So they come out of their body. So within 24 hours, the frog would lay eggs. So if you have a frog and want it to lay eggs, just get some pregnant woman pee. And inject it into the frog. And inject it into the frog. So. By the way, I'm going to look for a new job. I want to be a piss prophet after you said that. It's stuck in my head. <laughs> That's what you, I want to do for a living. You can't. Why? But <laughs> We don't live in the Middle Ages anymore. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sometimes I feel like we do. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I think we do, too. So, but then there were um, these pregnancy tests, like, do it yourself at home. And I'm like, ooh. This is where I'm like, I'm totally going to get a couple of my pregnant friends and be like, we need to do this. We need to see the accuracy, and I'll bring it to the show after I can get a couple of my friends to agree to want to do this. We're not killing any bunnies, are we? No. Okay. Okay. The dissection, (laughs) I did that as a little kid. Okay. (laughs) So, the first one would be a vinegar pregnancy test. And I should say, anyone who's listening to this and you are pregnant and you want to leave a comment to see the accuracy, to let us know Mm -hmm. the accuracy, if these all work 100%, leave a comment on Facebook, email us, something. Yes, please, please. Let us know. I want to know. I want to know. I'm willing to drag my friends into this and say you don't have a choice. You have to do this. (laughs) You are X, you are Y, and you are Z. And I'm placebo. We need to find... (laughs) Three pregnant friends. Yes. So, vinegar pregnancy test. So, this home test relies on chemical reaction between your urine and the white distilled vinegar. So, what you do is you take a half a cup of distilled vinegar, put it in a bowl, collect a half a cup of urine, first thing in the morning, and pour it into the urine, or pour the urine into the vinegar. Wait five minutes or so to see if the vinegar has changed color. The vinegar changes color. It's a good sign that you're pregnant. Really? What color, though? Is it different for every woman? I need to know. Maybe it turns pink if it's a girl, blue if it's a boy. No, but this is where (laughs) I've decided I need to do this because now I'm intrigued. Like, what color? Uh, Yeah, that's crazy. Because it can't be yellow. Or is it yellow? I don't because know. Because if you're peeing, it's yellow, and the of course the vinegar is I mean, going to change color because that's white. So what color? What color? It can't be that accurate. I don't think it's going to work. It does work. That's I mean, why. Ugh. If that were that sounds so simple and so easy, it like does the work, dollar though. store wouldn't be able to sell pregnancy but it tests makes anymore. Sense, though, because vinegar does. So much stuff. I it's suppose. Like the pH levels would change. I could kind of see it. They were saying it's a chemical reaction. Yeah. It makes sense to me. So, okay. Then the next one is the soap pregnancy test. And, of course, running through my head after reading this, I'm like, so regular soap. Ivory soap. Just plain, unscented ivory soap. That's what I've come to conclude because everything else nowadays is, yeah. like, do we want to use Irish Spring? <laughs> no. So, soap also contains chemical that reacts to the HCG hormone to create natural pregnancy tests. So, to take this test, you put soap, a little bit of soap in a small container, um, and then you put 
or you collect about two to three tablespoons of urine and add it to the cup. Wait for five minutes. If you're pregnant, the urine in the cup should start foaming. Can we buy new, like, um, cups and measuring cups and spoons Dixie before cups. we start this? Because I really cup. don't want the ones Dixie we Dixie cups. Okay, Dixie cups Disposable. work. Disposable. Dixie cups work. Or we just bleach them real well after. Totally kidding. I would never. No. No. Okay, so then another one is baking soda pregnancy test. So to do it yourself, you need some baking soda and urine. Is there a vinegar and baking soda pregnancy that's test? That's heartburn. <laughs> oh, that's heartburn. Like okay. I said, vinegar helps for everything. Yeah. Seems to so, seems to be the miracle cure. Yep, and baking soda cleans everything too. Yeah. So with this, two tablespoons baking soda, put it in a small bowl, pour a sample of your morning urine to the baking soda. If it starts to bubble, you may be pregnant. Call your doctor and get an appointment. Hmm. So if it starts to bubble. Mm-hmm. Bubble, bubble. Kind of like if you poured vinegar in it, it would bubble. No, it said nothing about bubbling for vinegar. That no, I'm just soda. saying if if instead of pee on the baking soda, you poured vinegar, it would bubble. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> little slow here. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. So then the last test is the sugar pregnancy test. So this one kind of even has me intrigued, like, I need pregnant friends. So okay. urine that contains the HCG hormone makes sugar clump together rather than dissolve the sugar. So apparently it dissolves in regular urine. Hmm. So unless you have this hormone. Unless you have that hormone. So to make sugar... Pregnancy test, put three tablespoons of white sugar, white granulate sugar in a large cup. Mm-hmm. Urinate your morning pee into a cup until it's just over half full and leave it for 10 minutes. And then check the homemade pregnancy test to see if the sugar has formed into clumps. If so, again, you should arrange a pregnancy test at your doctor's and check for early signs of pregnancy. Hmm. I never realized there were so many ways to check, so many natural ways to check for pregnancy. That's kind of kind of crazy. Neither did I. What? What? I know this. This you gave this stat in the beginning of the story, and I don't remember it, and I don't. You don't have to dig for it. Seventy percent. No. When was the common pregnancy test developed? Nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy. I believe. Let me. So prior to nineteen seventy, people were doing crazy stuff. That's kind of crazy. But it's not crazy because no, it's no, it's, it's not crazy. I'm not. I don't mean crazy by you know that it was crazy. It's crazy just to think of in this day and age that some of these things seem very simple. I almost thought maybe I would have heard about them or something about um, them prior to this in my life. When you're on the internet, any girl who's young enough knows yeah, when you're too cheap to go buy the pregnancy test. Prior to Dollar Tree I was going to say, days. they've got them at the dollar store. Prior to Dollar Tree days, you jump on Google and say, Science that say you're pregnant. Uh-oh, Googling something medical. It's just going to come back that you have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but all signs show you're pregnant when yeah. you Google it. Okay. Like, is this a sign of pregnancy? Yes, it is. Hmm. No, well, it's really not, but Google told me. Huh. I was actually considering right here saying, you know, we're, you know, we're running a little long, but I have to do my story. Okay. Hurry it up. 
And this, well, I, I will be very quick. Take, it take, could actually take, take longer if I wanted to, but it won't. It'll be very quick. It's going to take I could, longer because you keep talking about it. I could it. hold it for next week. <laughs> I could hold it for next week. If you have but to be, go. <laughs> if I held it for next week, we wouldn't be able to talk about the 37-year-old Lanshire uh, UK man who discovered he was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a perfect follow-up. What's he a mel... mel I can't even say it. Maldorphodite. No. I said that wrong. Okay. Malhermodite. <laughs> what word am I thinking of? I, I now I'm just making it worse. But anyway, a, a businessman is preparing to have a hysterectomy. After... Do- and actually didn't discover he was pregnant. After doctor... I don't know where that came from out of my head. But after doctors discovered that he that was... That was so rude. He was born with a womb. Uh, he's 37 years old. Um, but that's possible. The man's being hold on. The man's being called Rob in order to protect his identity. Uh, he has reportedly been advised by medical his identity. St- he's been reportedly been advised by medical staff to have the organ surgically removed, even though it will probably trigger menopause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doctors believe Rob has the rare condition called Mullerian duct syndrome. Uh, which it results in men developing both external male genitalia and internal female reproductive organs. Uh, most cases are diagnosed at birth or puberty, but it can happen later in life. Uh, Rob's condition was revealed when he underwent an MRI after complaining about blood in his urine. Hermaphrodite. Okay. <laughs> Cute. But hermaphrodite's going to have... Both. Both. No, Isn't he's got no, he has? He's got no external female organs. Okay. It's all male on the outside. That that he has been told by his parents. Well, yeah, and, and no, they're, they're, back in the day they said it's easier to make had, a pole than a hole. They've got um, he's they've got medical records from when he was a kid. He had a surgery for a testicle that didn't draw. So that was the first like unusual thing about about him. They probably stitched, the doctors probably stitched him up and, and maybe didn't even tell his parents. In his uh, 20s, he began experiencing discomfort and dull ache after and during sex. <laughs> um, and then when he was 18, he started noticing blood in his urine. Doctors are assuming he was menstruating at that time, and that's why Ooh. he had blood in his urine. Um, doctors eventually began to suspect suspect bladder cancer. But the biopsy came back clear. Oh, yeah, you're peeing and blood. Rob was sent for an MRI, at which point it was discovered that he had a full functioning uterus, ovaries, and even a cervix. So he probably was a hermaphrodite. He probably the doctors was. probably didn't tell his parents, probably. or his parents just don't want didn't want to tell him. And they stitched him up. Probably. I can almost guarantee that that's what me. happened. Um he's he was asked, you know, he he actually thought about because he wants to be a father. He's actually been going to a fertility clinic. Uh, um, but he wants to be a father as a... He wants to be the male. Or she doesn't want to get pregnant. He he said that would be too weird. He really wants to be a father, but his him and his wife want could to you, have a child Could you imagine her, having your child. own baby? Oh my god, that'd be freaking crazy. That just ran through my head. Like, is he able to reproduce? Is he like? I mean, the doctors say he probably could reproduce. Well, yeah, he's dropping eggs and menstruating. Yeah, that'd be crazy. But he's he's choosing. Could you that. imagine the DNA? He is choosing He'd be, like, to have cloning the surgery. himself. He would be. That'd be crazy. Like, oh my brain! Oh, I can't stop the thoughts right now. That is crazy. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think about that when I was reading the story. He could be the father and mother to his own child. 
Like, the baby would look just like him. Yeah. You would think. I'm only getting... It's 100% of his own DNA. Un, yeah, not... That's crazy. Oh! Ethically, I'm like, but it's not, this is so wrong, but we need to, like, find this guy and be like, dude. It's not... He's already decided... Let's experiment he's, with he's science He's having here. it removed. He's having a hysterectomy. It's being taken care of. He's actually hoping that the hysterectomy will help with some of the other pain and issues he's dealing with and his low sperm count he's hoping that'll actually increase his sperm count to give him a better shot at having a child it probably won't it's just what he's hoping well if anything he could always go to the sperm center and go that route he could that's crazy yeah. yeah so man um Oh my god, it could he, totally be like that next... What's the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he carried the baby Junior? Junior. It could be Junior. It could be. Except could be. he actually has a uterus. Yes. That is crazy. My mind is just blown. I thought you'd like that story. I'm like... Whoa. <laughs> Anyway, like if, this uh, came off of a legit website. Yeah, I read this in more more than one spot. Oh, yeah, thank this God! Is, this is definitely it's true. not off of like the Huffington um, Post or anything like no, that. No, no, it's not. This is by the the Telegraph out of UK, their actual newspaper. Okay. So yeah, I can handle this is, that. This is a, this is a real story. Um, another story where names being uh, I had to ask after like, Weird Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, of course, of course. But anyway, if uh, if any of you out there are pregnant and want to try out any of our uh, get a hold of me. If you're a male and have a, a, a uterus, <laughs> let us know. Get <laughs> you pregnant and try some of these pregnancy tests out. It might be kind of fun. Um, you can always uh, email the show outlandishoutcasts at gmail uh, You can find us on Facebook, Facebook at yes. Outlandish Outcast Podcast, and. Uh, Otherwise, have a good week, everybody. And uh, it, like I said, if you're pregnant, go get a test. <laughs> <laughs>